what do I define about blowing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, and he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, please respond. Are you ready? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um, everybody's life. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everybody, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkInSpill.com, and we are here with our March series of podcast episodes, conversations, and interviews. I'm really excited because this is going to be a spill segment where I bring on somebody that I have not met in person, but that I have met online several, several times and who I just immediately was connected to and felt like we were just on the same sort of frequency with what we do. And so this is going to be a really great conversation for anyone who is interested in building solid connections and networking and showing up in their power. I really, really, really look forward to hearing all the things that this guest has to say. So our guest today, her name is Deanna Jean, and she is from New York, or she she lives in New York. We'll find out where she's from in a minute. But she's based in New York City. She's a mom. She's a leader. She's a public speaker. She's really amazing on Clubhouse. She is the creator of this group called the Intentional Success Tribe, which you absolutely absolutely need to be tuned in. And if you have a phone and if you're on Facebook, you need to tune in with her. And she's an MC, right? She's somebody who's out here speaking, leading, having great conversations and moderating rooms. So without further ado, I'm excited to introduce you all to Miss Deanna. Hi, Deanna. Hey, Whitney. How are you? Really, really, really good. I'm excited to have you here. Do you remember when we first like connected? Do you remember that? I actually do. So it was back when I first got on the clubhouse and I was kind of like poking around and and looking at rooms and trying to figure it all out. And I think I stumbled into one of your rooms and we just started connecting over uh, networking and like making intentional connections. We did. We did. And one thing I like about you so, so much y'all, and we're going to get into this because I want to understand where this came from, because I, I know Deanna, somehow she started doing this and it's, it's one of my favorite things about her. So one thing about Deanna is she never fails to follow up. She is communicative and she, when she reaches out to you, she follows up. She doesn't ever seem to forget about you. And that I think is one of the most powerful things about someone, especially from an online perspective where we're constantly, you know, meeting people online and you tap in with someone, you're like, Hey, they seem kind of cool. But Dan is actually going to be the one, like she'll follow up. She'll, and I am typically that person who follows up with folks, but Deanna takes it to another level. So you've got to tell the people how you've gotten, I know on clubhouse, but just that sort of frame of mind where you tap in with someone, you find someone you like that's you're connected to, and you just kind of keep the fire burning. Absolutely. So it's interesting because it is something that I actually learned to do almost out of necessity, believe it or not. So a lot of folks don't believe it when I tell them if they have only met me online or if they've only heard me on Clubhouse, but I am actually very much an introvert. I am not an extrovert at all. And that usually surprises people because of the amount of energy that I bring to conversations and because of how often I am engaging people and I am connecting with folks. And the reason that that strategy of kind of the fortune is in the follow-up and consistent follow-up has been so impactful for me is because as an introvert, I really prefer in relationships 
to go deep versus going wide. And so because of that, I'm very intentional about the folks that I even end up reaching out to when it comes to collaboration or just getting to know them. And I really dig into that relationship to be able to find ways that we can be able to support one another. But I have a vested interest in like what they're doing, because by the time I've reached out to them, I've, re- I've realized that we have synergies and that it's a person that I want to be close to. So that follow up, that consistent follow up just becomes part of the cadence of what I do every day in order to continue to maintain these really powerful relationships. I just, I admire it so much. And that to me, I I like how you said that you teach people to go deep versus going wide. And I hope that landed for somebody because I think when we're on Clubhouse, we're on with social media of any kind, or even when we're out at like networking events in person, a lot of times it becomes trendy or cool to just meet all the people and shake all the hands and get all the business cards and give your business cards to the masses and get your name out there. But I think to your point, it it means more. And I think you get so much more from focusing on the select few that you actually do like and connect with and vibe with. And that's how you you can build something real and sort of longstanding. And that's essentially what you've been doing with this intentional success tribe, right? That's is I would assume that's a big part of what you're teaching these women there. Absolutely. So it is, it is. It is really because of the fact that you know, when the pandemic hit, there was a surge in so many different things, right? And one of the surges that we saw were folks who were starting businesses, but we'd also saw a surge in like the amount of time that people were spending online and the need to have to make intentional and authentic connections online that maybe some people would have been more adept at making in person. So being able to find through the Intentional Success Tribe this just tremendous group of powerhouse entrepreneurial women who are all about making those really true intentional connections and looking for opportunities to be able to support each other and collaborate in mutually beneficial ways. It's been tremendous. It's been really, really great. And I am super proud of what we have built and what we're continuing to build uh, with that amazing group. I'm just super proud to be part of it myself. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you don't tend to hang around people who aren't about their business and who aren't kind and just authentic people. It's funny. I was thinking about this literally like two days ago. I was talking to a woman I met on Clubhouse who I adore and we were just chatting and I'm like, you know, I have found myself over the last one year in communities and tribes and circles of women who are just so supportive and so kind and so genuine and authentic and just they're doing their thing and they want to see everybody winning. They want to see and make sure everybody's eating and they want to make sure everyone is just climbing whatever ladder of success that they were trying to climb. And, and it's just, it's all, it's all good vibes. It's all positivity. And I mean, they keep it real, right? It's not, you know, unicorns and rainbows, but it's it's no ill will. It's no negativity. It's nothing like that. It's no cattiness and back and forth and gossip. And it's just, you're, you're not going to get that. People are going to keep it real, but they're not going to, you know, keep it low vibe. And I really appreciated that about several groups and, and your group is one of them. Um, and the reason why I I guess I, I love those groups so much more now is that I've, I've experienced the opposite where I've been in certain circles where I'm like, I just, 
I'm getting a weird tingly feeling and it's not a good tingle. And I'm starting to pick up on vibes that like, I'm just not loving. And it can be very distracting. I'm already a very easily distractible person to begin with. But then I look around and I'm like, are these cheerleaders of mine? Are these people that are going to speak my name in rooms that I'm not in? Like, are these people I want to grow with and all of those things? And I've, I've definitely gotten to a place where I'm separating myself from that more now. So can you talk to the, just the vibe of, of rooms that you like to be in and circles you like to be a part of versus ones that you don't? Absolutely. So I love what you mentioned. And the interesting part is that oftentimes the things that keeps introverts, right? And the things that keeps women and, you know, I'll be super transparent. I'm super, super proud that even though initially it wasn't intentional, but the intentional success tribe is made up of about 99% women and about 99% of those women are black women. So that's something that happened like very organically that wasn't intentional. But a lot of times what has prevented these women in the past from making really strong connections and actually going after collaborative relationships and finding opportunities to partner in an intentional way is exactly what you mentioned, Whitney, that they have found themselves in rooms where other people aren't bringing the same type of energy that they're bringing. The women that I engage with and the women that are in the Intentional Success Tribe are typically the women who are usually the leaders, are typically the women who everyone usually wants on their team, are typically the women who, when there's a group project, probably from the time that they were really young, they were the ones that kind of did the brunt of the work just because their heart has always been of service. And by the time they become adults, especially in entrepreneurship, Sometimes they're almost kind of jilted and, and like they, they have a little bit of animosity towards the idea of collaboration because they've been burned so often. So for me, that is why it's so important that, first of all, you know, folks within the tribe, it's an invite only type of thing, right? Because I really value the gift that I have, which is the gift of discernment and kind of being able to tell if people are kind of for you or not you know, if it's real or if it's just something that they're doing that's a fad. And so one of the first things that I I speak to the women that I coach, the women that I consult and the women in the tribe about is that before you even get to the point of collaboration, you have to first have alignment and we have to take our own onus. We have to, you know, take our own responsibility for that because oftentimes when collaborative opportunities don't work out, or when we're in those rooms that feel icky or they don't feel as good, sometimes we have to do the self-reflection to realize that we haven't done enough work at the top to even make sure that that's a room that we really wanted to be in. Maybe we were in that room because we saw everyone else going into that room. Maybe that was a collaboration that we pursued because it was an influencer and everyone wants to collaborate with that person. But believe it or not, for me, the gold behind the networking that I've done and the relationships that I've built has been around helping others and myself to be able to have a strategy, an intentional strategy that first creates alignment, identifies what you're looking for in a collaboration partner, and then from there pursues the collaboration. So that work on the front end is work that I always encourage folks to do. Get clear about your goals. Like, what do you want to accomplish through a collaboration or a partnership? Who are the type of people that you do not want to partner with, right? And that makes it much easier than for you to be able to enter these conversations and relationships once you actually pursue people in a way where you're leading with the give because you already know that you've covered the alignment at the beginning. 
So for me, starting with alignment and then working from there allows me to be able to leave with a give and has created some really awesome mutually beneficial relationships. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. And y'all, if you are not on Clubhouse, you need to get on Clubhouse if only for Deanna's rooms because she has just been on fire with the way that she, and I've been modding for a long time. You guys know that I've been on Clubhouse for a, a minute. I've been on Clubhouse longer than a lot of people that I know. And I've been modding rooms a lot. And I found that I liked modding them because I was, I've been podcasting for years and it's, it's really helped me. However, some people I come across, I'm like, Ooh, okay. I see. I see. And Deanna is one of those people because you're in her rooms and one, she's very efficient I will say that there's no lollygagging. There's no pussyfooting around. She's very succinct and efficient. I also just like the way that she keeps people engaged. So it's very hard to, again, as somebody who's easily distracted to like get super sidetracked off something because she has me like anticipating what's happening next. So she keeps your attention. She's engaging and you meet some incredible women because again, you know, birds of a feather flock together and she's got a crew and her crew, I mean, they stand up for each other. They roll with each other. They support each other. They're in each other's rooms. Um, and I, I love to see stuff like that. I love to see, that's how you really know, in my opinion, that you've got a strong group of people, but you've got to connect with Deanna on clubhouse and, and follow the club, join the club, the intentional success tribe on clubhouse as well as on Facebook, but definitely, you know, so you can experience some of the give, right. That she's talking about how to, how to do that, how to set yourself up to like get on a stage and, and speak to that. And if, Deanna can mod rooms, lead conversations, and host spaces in a way that's just so powerful and engaging as an introvert, then I feel like you can too, regardless of where you kind of fit on that scale of being an introvert to an extrovert. I'm definitely in the middle. I consider myself an ambivert, even though most people are like, mm, that sounds made up, but I, I definitely am. I pick and choose. I um, mean, I always base things off my energy levels, but yeah, I love your your clubhouse rooms and, and how you've been able to to just build and continue to build. So I wanted to ask you, can you, can you just tell us about a time? And that sounds like an interview question, which I think is hilarious, but can you tell us about a time where, where you've essentially made a connection that was absolutely game changing for you? It could be a connection in any part of your business or career or your personal life, but like, tell us about a connection that you made that you were able to like build and have that it just kind of blew your mind. Wow. So there are, there are so many. I'll actually go a little personal. And the reason that I'll go personal, actually a lot personal. And the reason that I'll go personal is because I think that oftentimes when folks think about networking, they see it as like a professional game. When networking, when done well, in my opinion, is actually kind of a way of life for you. It's building intentional relationships. So for me, when I think about when I realized the power of building intentional relationships and how those relationships could take you to a height or take you to a place that you couldn't give yourself. I think about back in 2000, in 2016. So in 2016, I'm a mom of three. I think that Whitney mentioned a little bit. I have, I have three kids. And at, in uh, 2016, around March of 2016, I actually had two boys and I was getting ready to have my daughter. And my daughter is about five years younger than my youngest son. She was a surprise pregnancy, but it was amazing. Once we realized everything that was going on, we got excited about having her. And about five and a half months into my pregnancy, I actually ended up being diagnosed with stage 2B breast cancer. 
thankfully for me, I actually was able to find my own lump. Unfortunately, it took weeks of persistence with my OB for him to actually image me. But because I was so relentless, he had to image me. And once he imaged me, it was very, very clear that I had cancer. And it was something that at the time was just a gut punch, to say the least. And it was a situation where I really had absolutely no control, not just because of the cancer diagnosis, but because of how difficult it is to find a, an oncologist who's going to treat you for uh, breast cancer while you're pregnant, right? And like all the intricacies that go into that. And there were definitely at the moment that I received that diagnosis, for me, it's kind of like the world stopped, right? And there were so many different thoughts. and. Folks were telling me, medical professionals, people in my life were saying, you know, Deanna, these are, this is what you're going to have to do. You're not going to be able to have the baby or, you know, you got to do this or you need to get to see this doctor. And all I could think about was that I myself was not in control, but that if there was anything that I had, it was I had relationships because I am the type of person where, again, I build these long-term high trust relationships And I thought to myself, who do I have relationships with that can help me in this situation to be able to beat these odds, right? And it was actually Good Friday weekend, like Easter weekend. And so it was a Thursday when I got diagnosed. And everyone that I was talking to initially was telling me, oh, you won't be able to see a doctor for two weeks, three weeks. And I'm like, y'all, I'm pregnant and I have cancer. Like, what are you talking about? And I started to think about the relationships that I had. And I made some calls to some really close friends of mine. And ultimately, within a 90-minute period of time making those calls to the friends of mine and just being really clear about what my need was, between their respective networks or networks of their networks, I was able to have consults with the medical directors for three of the top five cancer centers in the country. And As a result of that, I was able to very next day meet who would end up being my oncologist. She squeezed me in for an appointment. And ultimately, that was the specialist that told me that I not only was going to be able to treat this cancer, but that I would be able to beat it, even though it would probably be the hardest thing I ever did in my life because I had to do chemo while I was pregnant and and deliver a baby via C-section and radiation and surgery and all these things. But when I think about the impact and the importance of relationships and understanding how your character and the depth of relationships that you build can take you to sites unseen and uncharted territory, that is the example that I think of. The example of me sitting kind of in my own space but being able to have people that would speak for me and that would sponsor me to get me into situations and get me cell phone numbers of folks who you know, are not available to folks. That's when I realized how impactful and how important it is to not just build any type of relationship, but to build intentional relationships that are based on integrity and to be a person of your word and to always be looking for an opportunity to lead with a give. So when I think about, for me, the most impactful networking relationship I've had, I would say that that's it. The the ability to be able to make phone calls that got me in to see specialists who ended up saving myself and my daughter's life. And I don't know if that would have been the situation if I would not have had those relationships. Mm. 
That's really powerful. That is really powerful. And I'm really glad that you shared that because it is, it is something that is, it tells, right. It tells how you can make a phone call. And then the fact that you even, you know, made the phone calls to begin with, a lot of times we wait to make those phone calls and we hope that we can do it by ourselves or we hope that it'll just happen or we hope that, you know, something magical will, you know, just fall into our laps. But the, the power of making one phone call um, and just how that can change everything. So yeah, having a network, having a strong network that you can count on for all kinds of things, not just, hey, can you be on my podcast or, hey, can you join this room on Clubhouse and, and collaborating and, and doing those things that we, you know, we typically spend a lot of time doing um, for our businesses, but for, you know, the stuff that's actually really, really, really um, important, I guess is, is the word crucial. Um, that's important. I'm glad that you had that and I'm glad that you still have that. And I'm also glad that you show people how to do this. You're not just like, yeah, no, I've got a great set of uh, people on my phone. And, you know, my, my contacts list is, is phenomenal. I've got friends all over the world or all over the country, all over New York that I can call. And yeah, you should get that too. But you're actually out here showing people how they can build networks and how they can stand in themselves and offer something to someone else and create authentic partnerships, collaborations, and whatnot. It's not just about what can other people do for me and my business and my life and my bottom line or whatever it is, but also how can I give back? How can I give to you? How can I support you? And you have constantly, you've, I've seen you do it with Black Girls Do and in other situations online and on Clubhouse, but you're actually showing people how to do that. So could you give the audience maybe a couple tips around how they can start today or this week to build and even maintain some of the relationships that they have or that they want to have? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I alluded to it a little bit earlier, but the types of relationships that you build, they will only be as powerful as the alignment that you've been able to identify. So my first tip is always before you begin any type of networking, collaboration, you know, pursuing anyone regarding partnership, start and get very clear about three things. The first thing that you want to get clear about as far as your pre-work is that you want to get clear about whatever your goal may be. Anytime you're going to be approaching someone, whether it be partnership, collaboration, you know, you want to do something together, you want to present them with an opportunity, you want to present them with an offer, you need to be able to first be clear about the goal that you have in mind. Because one of the hardest things about networking and one of the biggest reasons that people don't network effectively is they don't know what to ask for. But when you are very clear about the goals that you are setting out, it makes it so much easier to be able to identify how folks can help you. We'll use the clubhouse example, right? So if you have a goal of being able to open up a clubhouse room and have 40 to 50 people in the room and engaged, then when you are approaching someone about co-modding, you want to be clear about that goal. So the first is get clear about your goal. The second thing that I would say is be really clear about identifying and communicating your gift. That's something that I found as women, especially as Black women, that we aren't always clear about or more consistently, we are not always comfortable with communicating to others. So often we feel like talking about our gifts is bragging 
or like we're being braggadocious and like we are not necessarily being humble or we're not being considerate of others. What you have to realize is that your gift really is the thing that allows for you to be able to serve in the most amazing capacity that you can. And anytime that you're going to be networking with someone, it should never be one-sided. So you need to be clear about what your gift is because in the networking relationship, that is going to be your give. That is your currency. That is what will make the relationship that much more valuable to the person that you are engaging with or pursuing. And then the final thing that I would say as far as your pre-work when you start to connect with people is to be clear about your gaps. This is a hard part for us sometimes because oftentimes as women, especially as Black women, we are meant to feel as if the things that we don't do well are things that actually devalue us. Those are the things that we want to diminish. Those are the things that we don't want to talk about. And a lot of times, those are the things that are most prevalent in our minds when we are thinking about pursuing some type of networking or collaboration. So if we go back to the clubhouse room, if your gift is that you are a great orator, right? You speak very, very well, but your gap is that you may not be the most organized person, or maybe you're not a great timekeeper and you can go on and on and on and it makes for a room where people aren't as engaged, then the average person sometimes will actually use the fact that they are not as good at being organized and they are not a good timekeeper to prevent them from even pursuing the clubhouse room. But instead, what the gap really and truly is, is your gap is actually your superpower. Why is your gap your superpower? Because your gap helps you to identify the alignment. Your gap helps you to identify the person that you're looking for. So if you're the great orator, you want to open up a clubhouse room and your gap is that you're not a good timekeeper. Now, instead of looking at this huge pool of people that could be mods for you, when you're inside of clubhouse rooms, you actually want to look for people who are really organized and really succinct and really good timekeepers. And then you can check all the other boxes. Does this person seem like they have similar core values to me? Do we talk about similar types of things? Do we have similar types of audiences? Is this someone that I would like to connect with? So once you've identified your goals, your gifts, and your gaps, then once you do that pre-work, it is so much easier now for you to go ahead and pursue connection and to actually take an opportunity to make a collaborative connection or partnership with someone. So those are my three tips. Look for your goals, your gifts, and your gaps. And then once you've done that, you've really done the majority of the work. Just go out there and start talking to people and start connecting. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can learn and, and watch this happen, you know, by joining Deanna really anywhere online. But yeah, these are really, really, really good tips. I hope that you all understood really how that applies to you and your specific situation. If you have any questions, you can always come by for our IG live recap, our Q&A that we're going to do after this episode airs. So if you if you miss it and you catch the replay of the IG live, you're always still welcome to ask a question. You can hit us up on uh, Instagram. Um, I actually don't think I've mentioned the Instagram handles for Deanna yet. So Deanna, if you guys have your phones out, I'm pulling my phone out too here. You can go ahead and search Intentional Success Tribe, all spelled how you normally would spell it, Intentional Success Tribe 
in Instagram and you can follow Deanna there. That's going to be, you know, your, your good main place, your go-to place to find Deanna on Instagram and see what she's promoting, what she's got going on, who she's connecting with, who she's collaborating with, who she's networking with. All those things can be found on her Instagram page. And if you're listening live right now, like you're actually tuning in and you can always tag us on Instagram, let us know that you're listening and you're enjoying the episode. You guys know my Instagram handle is at Whitney Danielle Co underscore. And all of this will be in the show notes. So make sure you catch us on the gram. Um, You can definitely find us on Clubhouse. Very easy to find us on Clubhouse, just searching my name. I think mine is Whitney Danielle, Whitney Danielle or Whitney DC. I can't remember. I'll link it in the show notes. Deanna, what's your Clubhouse handle? Yep. So mine is just my name, Deanna Jean. That's it. Okay. D-E-A-N-A-J-E-A-N. Perfect. Perfect. So add us on Clubhouse. And then I already mentioned the Intentional Success Tribe Clubhouse group. And then obviously, you know, you see me a lot on the Black Girls Do Clubhouse group. So make sure you give them a follow if you're on Clubhouse. Hey, can we take a pause real quick? I just want to let y'all know this is exclusive and time sensitive. If you're hearing this, there's a really good chance that either I have a spot open or I have a spot opening on my one-on-one program that I offer. So I only do four slots at a time because this is like the most intense, thorough, intimate way to work with me ever. This is my creme de la creme, like four bad bitches only. This is for solopreneurs who have a nine to five, who work in corporate, who have some sort of job that they are doing and that they're doing really well, but who also have a side hustle or a business that they are running on the side and they want to build and streamline their goals towards. A lot of us have strategy. A lot of us have plans here and there, but most of us don't have accountability. A lot of us don't have a support system that's solid. And the rest of us aren't organized and have strong boundaries, have routines, like all of that. So I'm going to help you get it all together. This is a three-month intensive one-on-one coaching program where you have full access to me via Voxer, We have seven, seven one-on-one calls with each other throughout the three months and you get routines, you get customized affirmations and audios and all kinds of things to help you succeed. So check out the link. It's in the show notes. It's also on my website, WhitneyDanielle.com. If you have questions, DM me, send me an audio note. Let me know. If you know someone who needs to get their shit together in this manner, send me their information. I will totally hook you up for the referral. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Let's get back to the episode. So you've given us some tips. You've shared some stories. I do want to get into what you are up to for 2022. So what are some goals that you've got going on for yourself, for your business, anything you want to share? Great. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to share and I appreciate the chance to have been able to come on and to hang out with you, Whitney. I feel like it's been a long time coming. So I'm so excited that we've finally been able to do this. So I am all things busy, which is amazing. I would say when I think about the goals that I have for this year, one of the goals that I have is that I actually want to emcee 25 events this year. So 25 events. I am about six in so far for 2022, so I'm doing well. But when I think about the types of events that I'm typically emceeing, usually those are going to be what you call conversion events. So if you are a female entrepreneur and you are actually looking to be able to have some type of launch, let's say you're having a masterclass that's going to lead into a group coaching program or some type of signature offer, I am 
always excited to be able to partner. I have a background in sales and of course in networking. So I have always found it to just be awesome to partner with women to help them to have really successful conversion events. And for that, I do everything from like nuts and bolts to helping you plan everything out to executing Or if you just need an MC to help you make sure that you fill up whatever that offer is in that masterclass or in challenge or whatever you're going to do, then I'm always happy to help with that. So that's one thing is uh, MCing those events. The second thing is that I actually have my spring summit is coming up, which I am so thrilled about. It's a summit that I usually do about twice a year, and it is a summit that features entrepreneurial, what we call boss women. So our spring summit is on April 30th. And the theme for this spring summit is curating communities that create currency. So this summit is all about helping you understand how you can be able to create intentional collaboration opportunities that are going to build your digital currency, your social currency, or get you cold, hard cash. And that is just going to be a tremendous event. We have some awesome keynotes, some women who have built significant and substantial businesses through curating those communities that create currency. And then we're also going to have currency strategy sessions where we're going to have women from our VIP collab container that are teaching folks how to create currency through different business strategies, creating currency through email marketing, creating currency through money mindset and wealth management activities, creating currency through MCing. Like it's just going to be an awesome event. That's going to be on April 30th. It is a virtual event and I am just thrilled about it. And we are in launch mode right now for it. So I'm excited because we're doing really well with registrations. And anyone who's listening to this, who is interested in joining, I'd love to give you a gift and a promo code for joining us on that day. If it sounds like something that might be of interest to you. Hmm. I mean, everybody loves a gift. Okay. So you said April 30th is the summit event virtually online. Did you come to the DMV area or is that in March? That, yes. So that's happening too. Thank you for mentioning that. We have a meetup once a quarter and an on-site real life meetup with the Intentional Success Tribe. And we invite friends. We invite friends. So we are going to be on March 26th in the DMV area. We're actually going to be in Hyattsville, Maryland. Every time that we have these meetups, we are really highlighting, elevating, and promoting Black women businesses. So we're actually going to have the event in a content space that is owned and has been curated by a Black woman. We're going to have branding shoots as an option for folks there. We have for uh, a dinner as well as hors d'oeuvres. We have a Black woman who owns her own winery who's going to be providing our wine. So it's just going to be an amazing event. That's March 26th. And that's going to be 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we actually do have two more tickets left for the meetup. The tickets are $75. And you get to come in, meet our tribe, hang out with folks, connect, collaborate, get some good food in, drink some good wine. If you don't drink wine, we'll have non-alcoholic stuff as well. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited about that too. I'm supposed to be in San Diego slash Palm Springs that week, but if I'm not there, 
I will definitely be, you know, looking to link up or at least see the highlights of the event because that just sounds so well put together and beautifully curated. You had me at wine and uh, I know a lot of folks here in the DMV area are interested. So yes, y'all, all all this will be in the show notes. I will put the links to everything so you can easily find it. And you know what? If the tickets are sold out by the time you go and you look, make sure you tap in to the summit. Make sure you tap into the Facebook group. There are so many ways to connect if you really want to connect with amazing women who are entrepreneurs doing their own thing. Um, So I want to make sure people are clear what it is that you do on a day-to-day basis. So you have this summit, you're an MC, you're a tribe builder, you're a mom, you have this background, right, in sales and in marketing. So tell us about what your day-to-day kind of looks like. Ooh, that's a good question. So yes, I know I do all the things, right? Like most of us women do, but everything that I do really is seeped in helping boss women get out of their heads and into action, right? So boss women, meaning that those are going to be those strong business women entrepreneurs. And a lot of times those are the women that can overthink things. So I help them get out of their heads and into action. And the way that I do it, that's a little different than other people is I actually help them to be able to surround themselves with a community of connectors and collaborators. So what does that look like? So I have some women that I work with them on their launch strategy. I help them get out of their heads because I'm very, very good at being able to take information and being able to help them dissect it so that it can become actionable and profitable right away as a launch strategist. So that's one thing that I do. And I do that through done in a day programs. So I work with a very select number of women. We knock out their strategy for whatever their signature offer is over the course of a day. And then they get access to me for 30 days afterwards. And then in other portions of my day, I am again, an MC. So the way that I help women get out of their head and into action with that is by helping them to plan their actual launch event or their conversion event, and really taking away a lot of the stress of that event with being the sales arm for that event so that they can be at ease and know that they are going to sell out whatever their offer is. And then finally, as a tribe builder, we have the Intentional Success Tribe Private Collaboration Container. So this is a boutique container of entrepreneurial women. These are the main women that I'm connecting, collaborating with, and helping to grow their businesses through making connections for them. So any need that you have as a service-based entrepreneur, there is a woman inside of our collaboration container who is vetted, who is a consummate professional that will be able to deliver a premium service for you. So my role in what I do as a leader of that community, because it's a paid collaboration container, is I actually build intentional connections, collaborations, and relationships. I make introductions as a part of my living, and I love it. So those are the three different things that you can see me doing at any given point in time. I'm either in a done in the day with a client, helping her to be able to optimize her launch strategy and whatever her signature offer is. I am uh, working with a woman on emceeing a conversion event or creating an offer that includes a conversion event that leads into an offer, or I am making connections for, with, and building business strategy with the women in my collaboration container. I love it. Okay. I mean, you are busy, definitely busy, but we like to be busy, right? We like to be doing things and active, maybe not busy. Maybe active is the right word. We like to be active. We like to be purposeful. 
We like to be driven. We like to be getting things done. So I like that you are doing different things. And that's important because a lot of folks that I know I'm connected to are multi-passionate entrepreneurs. They're people who, you know, like to do different things. And I've got a lot of stuff going on on my end from having the podcast to coaching, to speaking, to all of my hobbies that I have, you know, that keeps me very busy. And a lot of us have these different avenues that we like to dabble in or dive into on a regular basis and managing all of that can be a lot. But I like how you've got yourself segmented and you, it sounds like you have to be a good planner. I feel like with three kids and like a whole family, like you have to be a planner. So let's talk about that real quick, because I know someone's going to be like, wow, (laughs) Whitney is always busy doing things. And I'm hearing Deanna is always busy doing things and she's got a whole family. Like how do you manage to keep things balanced with all the different things you're kind of working on all the time? Oh my gosh. So the first thing is that I subscribe to the same adage and kind of the same mission that I give my clients, which is giving yourself grace, identifying and acknowledging that done is better than perfect, and also acknowledging that you cannot make progress in a process that you don't participate in. What does all of that mean? It means I don't spend a lot of time in my head because I don't I can't afford myself that type of time. I have three kids. Up until February, my husband was a full-time military service member. And up until for the last two years, up until October, he actually was living in a different state than we lived in. So we live in New York. He was in Boston, uh, actually all up and throughout the pandemic, before and after the pandemic. So for me, it really comes down to being meticulous about my schedule, like having everything scheduled from whatever's happening with the kids to whatever's happening with the business. But then in addition to that, honestly, being so intentional it requires me to be really intentional about the things that I do. I don't have conversations. I don't engage in kind of small talk that doesn't lead to an outcome that is aligned to my business model. And that's why it's so advantageous to me that I've been able to create a business model that allows for me to make intentional connections and actually build real relationships with people because those conversations lead to awesome opportunities for myself and for people in my tribe. So really being intentional about where I put my time. People will let you know it is not easy to get on my calendar. I'm super sacred about my time because I don't have a lot of it. But at the same time, I'm also not burnt out because I allocate my time in a way that I have a balance of things that kind of fill me up with things that kind of take a little bit of energy. So it really is creating a balance within my schedule creating a balance within the activities that I do, being intentional about how I'm spending every moment of my time. And most importantly, I have a tremendous village that is just so helpful and supportive with me and my kids as they're growing older. And my kids are a little bit older now. My oldest is 12, my oldest son, and then my youngest son is actually going to be 11 in three weeks. And then my daughter's five and a half. So They're a little older now, but it really is the intentionality of time and just being really meticulous about how I schedule myself. 100%. 100%. And I like how you said this, and it's funny (laughs) because as soon as you said it, I immediately started singing that TI song, If It Ain't About the Money. Like having these small, these small chats, these little chit chats, people just wanting to get on your calendar for, you know, just a little bit of 
randomness here and there. And maybe they do have something that they want to pitch or whatever. But I do, I do feel you when it comes to having conversations that really aren't going anywhere or aren't really about anything or aren't driving something forward. That's important. And I, I do like that you also said that you kind of you, you keep your space sacred, your time is important to you and you treat it as such. I think a lot of times people say that their time is important, but they don't actually act like it is. And that's a big one. I know that burned for somebody listening uh, because we've done, I know I've done it. I've been like, yeah, my time is so important. And then I go and I do something dumb for 45 minutes without stopping. You know, we've all, we've all done that. We've all kind of gotten derailed and distracted and what, and whatnot, but it is important to monitor your time and to monitor how you are inviting and when you are inviting people into your space, because it's important. It it really does. And the last thing I want to say too, I could, this is such a good episode. This will be an episode that I feel like people will come back to because there's so many gems in here and we need this reminder. We need this reminder on how to build really good, solid contacts. We need this reminder of how to organize ourselves. And the one thing that you said that you also say on your IG bio is getting out of your head. And I like how you said you just don't have the time or the bandwidth to be in your head all the time. And as an entrepreneur, that can be where you spend a lot of your time as a creative, as somebody who wants to make things happen and move the needle on stuff like you, you get in your head. And that's where I know I spend a lot of my time sometimes, but I have found in the last, I don't know, year or so, that maybe a year and a half, I don't know. In the last little while, I have found that the more I prioritize myself and the more that I design my weeks and my days to help keep me on track, the less I'm in my head, the less time I have to spend doing things that aren't driving something forward. That has been crucial for me. And that's helped me with my self-care. It's helped me with my relationships. It's helped me with you know my wellness and my, my health, my fitness. When I have a plan and I'm organizing myself, I don't really have all this extra time to just sit and do things that aren't helping me or at least helping someone else, you know, that's been huge. So I'm really, really, really glad you touched on that. When people need more from you, they want to hear more from you. Where can people go? Is the Facebook group, because I know someone's going to be like, ah, Deanna is amazing. I want more. How can someone get more of you without, you know, obviously getting on your calendar per se, but just like more of your insight, your knowledge all the information that you want to share with folks. Is it Facebook, maybe Clubhouse, maybe both? So I would say it will be a combination of Clubhouse and my Facebook group. Here's what I'd say, though, is that, of course, you know, from time to time, it's going to be hit or miss because our schedules get busy. And those are great ways to be able to kind of hear more from me. That is consistent with kind of what you're hearing from me here. What I would say is that if you're hearing this episode and you are fired up, And the things that I've said have resonated with you and you would want to spend some more intentional time with me and my tribe, you will not want to miss the opportunity to join us for the Success Tribe Summit. I mean, it's going to be completely transformative for so many folks, especially, again, if you're focused on being able to grow your business through collaboration and really being able to uh, attract what we call the trifecta in the tribe for your business. And those are going to be your ideal clients, your enthusiastic sponsors, and your aligned power partners. That day is going to be all about that. So it is a premium conference. It's not a $97 conference, y'all. You know, there is an investment there. And the investment is there because the type of folks that are going to be in this conference are folks who really are attracted to that higher ticket offer because they want to be able to build 
high ticket relationships. These are high trust relationships that immediately are going to translate into collaborative opportunities, whether they be doing some type of event together, someone hiring you as a speaker or as a coach, you you hiring someone, uh, finding opportunities to be able to create something awesome together. People from the last summit, uh, we have folks who created like podcasts together, like they actually started a podcast and it's doing really, really well. It's just a tremendous opportunity for the right folks. And if that resonates with you, you definitely want to make sure to join us on April 30th. Mm-hmm. And all the links, all the details of that will be in the show notes here. And if you found Deanna's page at Intentional Success Tribe on Instagram, you can also check out the link in her bio for that like direct link to get the tickets. So with that being said, y'all, make sure you tap in with us on Insta, on Clubhouse, on Facebook. I'm not really on Facebook that much except for the groups that I'm a part of now. Um, and sometimes for birthday stuff, but definitely tap into the intentional success tribe on Facebook. And, you know, I typically don't promote people's Facebook groups too, too much just because I don't get on them very often, but I will say ever since I joined Deanna's Facebook group, I have enjoyed it. And the people that are there, a lot of them are folks that I've met on clubhouse. And so it's really cool to be amongst them in a different setting, you know, just a different platform, just a little bit, obviously it's a lot different, but it's just a little different to have people and kind of get to see them and, and just their photos and the conversations that are being had and the questions that Deanna asks. Obviously I said before, she's very engaging and she takes that into the Facebook group as well. What else though? What else? I want to make sure we end with anything that we didn't talk about. We've, we've spoken about a bunch though. So Deanna, is there anything that, yeah, you want to drop any knowledge, any other gems? You've given us quite a bit this 45 minutes or so, but I want to see what else you've got. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, networking and sales are things that oftentimes are overthought. If you know how to engage in conversations, if you know how to talk to people, and I don't mean just anybody, because remember, I'm an introvert. And I want to be clear too, you know, introvert doesn't mean that you're shy, just that introverts, you know, it, it is the way that you recharge. And myself as an introvert, I recharge more by kind of being alone, having downtime, watching my, you know, my true crime documentaries, right? And I can then get out there and have this energy to do a podcast and then jump on Clubhouse and things like that. My husband is an extrovert where he gets his energy from like being around people that energizes him. So regardless of where you stand on that spectrum, just think about the most important and successful relationships that you have ever had and built and find ways to engage with folks in that way. You do not have to try to replicate what you see the gurus do or what you see the influencers do or what you see other people say is the path to success. Follow your path, be authentic and genuine. And what's going to happen is that you may not necessarily attract the masses, but you will attract your people. And that's the only thing that you need. If you look on my Instagram, you'll see I have maybe 1,400 followers, maybe. I didn't even start an Instagram until I started my business back at the end of 2019. And even to this day, I don't spend a ton of time there. But I'm also leading now as a result of the relationships that I've built on Instagram and Clubhouse and Facebook, a multi six-figure business. And I don't have that many followers. 
Why? Because I am walking in and truly operating in my gift and I'm being unapologetic about it. So that's what I would leave people with. Get clear on those goals, gifts, and gaps, and then start to execute and find your people. And when you find your people and you are in flow, you will be absolutely unstoppable. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see what all of the listeners here are able to do when they get into flow and they build those awesome relationships. Me too. Me too. Of course I am, right? I love hearing stories about people connecting and 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 being able to take a complete stranger, you know, someone that you didn't know if you saw them in Target and turn that into an incredible life-changing, business-changing opportunity. I think it's so cool that we have, you know, technology is one of the really cool things about tech and, and all these social media apps is that we can connect with people and it can change everything for us. We've seen how many people's lives have changed because of social media, because of having an online business, because of even the pandemic. We've seen people in just the best ways be able to, to go from kind of something to nothing or from nothing to something. Yeah, there we go. And I love that. I love that you shared that. I also love that you gave us a little bit about what you like to do for fun, which is the true crime docs. I'm here for it. We listen to a lot of true crime podcasts over here. It's just important to have that. So you've got true crime. What else do you do for fun? You like to travel, right? You went on a trip not too long ago, but what else? So my husband and I, we have not, our family has not done as much traveling, but we're getting back into it. So we love a good road trip. We love, you know, going to the islands. It's like one of our favorite things to do. So we enjoy that. And I'm a big family girl. So like I, for me, the ideal day, especially if it's like a weekend, is a nice day out where like we invite like our close family and friends over and we're out in the yard and the kids are playing and they have the s'mores and my husband's, you know, cooking on the smoker. Like Those are the things that I really, really love. And of course, my true crime documentaries. I love those as well. And the cool part about it for me, Whitney, is that in being able to leverage this business and build it the way that I have, I can honestly say that every single day I'm doing something that I love to do, which is learning more about people learning more about what makes them go, learning more about their gift, helping them to find what their gift is, and then connecting them to people to just create awesome stuff. That's what I love to do. And I get to do it every single day. And I'm just so, so grateful that I've been able to to build this type of business. I am too. And I'm glad that we connected on Clubhouse. And I love what you're doing and the changes that you're making in people's lives. And, and the events that you've been putting on, you're constantly talking about the events and the, and the ways that you're corralling people, right? You talk about being a tribe builder, and that's exactly what I see you doing, building tribes and then helping to uplift women. And it's just so powerful. It's so powerful to see. And you have women of all types, you know, all types of backgrounds, single women, married women, you know, short women, tall women. You've got such a dynamic and diverse group of women. And a lot of them are African-American, at least I, I think, right? You would say that most of them Black women in your group? Yeah, I was. Yep. So the container, the collaboration container is about 98% Black women. But when you look at the Facebook group and you look at the women that I serve, I serve about 65 to 70% Black women. So yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's it's a diverse group, even within that diversity yeah. as well. 
Yeah. And that's, I, I just, I love that. You know, I went to Howard and, and I just, I love it. I absolutely love the diversity that is black women and the diversity that we bring to the table. And it's fun because I think when you have a diverse group like that, you can always find someone that you immediately connect with and you relate to, which makes this whole bit about networking and connecting so much easier is when you can literally see yourself in someone or, you know, cause we're mirrors, but it's just, I love that. I absolutely love that about what you're doing. So Y'all, thank you for so much for tuning in. You've got all the information you need in the show notes. I will put the links to the summit. Um, I will put our clubhouse handles, our Instagram handles. You know where to find us. Come by on Tuesday for Tuesday night. We'll, we'll tell you the time. It'll be on Instagram. Well, it'll be everywhere. But come by with any questions for Deanna. If you want to just pop in and, and just say hello, put a face to a sound, right? A face to a voice and, and tap in. If you have any questions whatsoever about anything, even the summit, you can come through and, and participate in the IG live. If you need something else, you want to speak with Deanna individually, or you have a question for me, definitely reach out to us on the gram. For those of you who have not yet left a review or a rating of Network and Spill, please go ahead and do that. You can do that on the Apple Podcast app. If you go to the Network and Spill page and you go all the way down to the bottom on Apple Podcasts, you'll see a place where you can give five stars and say something cute. You can also leave a rating on Spotify now, which is kind of cool. It does make you listen to a little bit of the episode first because they're trying to, obviously for bots, but you can go ahead and leave a review um, or a rating. You can't type anything. You can just leave like five stars. So go ahead and do that on Spotify. I think most of us have Spotify versus maybe Apple Podcasts for our non-Apple people, but leave me a review. I would absolutely love that. And make sure you tap into the IG Live into the next episode and all that we have to give here for the month of March. We're going to be highlighting a lot of amazing women. And we're starting off with one of my faves that I've met via Clubhouse. And I'm just so grateful that we've been able to just get this time on here recorded. Dan and I have had so many really great conversations that are like recording worthy, which that's how I know I need to have that person on my show. When I've, I've had conversations, I'm like, damn, we should have recorded that. That was good. So I'm glad we actually got a chance to do it. I appreciate you, Deanna, so much for taking your time out to be on this show. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you so much, Whitney. It was amazing. And yeah, I'm excited to continue to partner, to connect, and yeah, to continue to just kill it out here. Yes, ma'am. We're going to get it. 2022, we're on a roll. So thank you, Deanna. Thank you, all my listeners. Make sure you share this with a fellow friend or a business owner. And we'll be back next week for a new episode. Cheers, y'all. <laughs>